Sometimes the best conversations are the ones you least expect. And sometimes your worst conversations are the ones that make you laugh the hardest. We're just two friends ruining the art of conversation. I'm Steven. I'm Luke. And you're listening to The Segway. Look at you go. Hey, we have like the same shirt on today. Oh, yeah. I went to see it. Except mine's red. <laughs> mine's blue. Uh, it is. This is like our, is this our uniform for the show? Yeah, I think so. I went to see a Royals game. I about said Cubs game. I wish. Ooh, that was not a good game today. Uh, the eighth inning was fun. <laughs> Yeah, lots of runs, tie game, and then they blew it. Yeah, the 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 I'm gonna get I'm gonna get inside baseball sports talk here with you, Stephen. the The Royals bullpen. I don't know if they ate too many too many barbecue sandwiches today or yesterday, or, or they had too many brewskis before they started playing. But those pitches weren't good pitches yeah because bitches get pitches wait <laughs> what pitchers get bit bitchers what no did did soria pitch tonight no today i don't good. think so is he still on the dl i have no idea do they have is there a list someplace in the state see i like baseball but i'm not good at liking baseball <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Like, I like it when I pay attention to it, but otherwise I'm out. But, yeah, there is an official list of disabled, they call it the disabled list, uh, pitchers and whoever who are hurt. Yeah. And then, like, so then it what it does is it frees up roster space for them. Um, so, so is there someone, like, handing out flyers like when you're in the stadium like giving you like when you go to church someone's giving you the pamphlets like someone's giving you the list of injured boneheads and and um i shouldn't call them boneheads that's mean why did i say boneheads i don't know that's you're just stupid. bitter because they're not doing well as i live vicariously through this team that i i've never really really truly liked until like as an like an adult yeah is that weird i liked bo jackson i loved bo jackson i one time my dad and i went shopping for baseball cards and uh we bought we were gonna buy like a set of cards and so we bought the i think it was score score 1991 or whatever it was that and we bought it because there was this really cool card that had bo jackson and he had no shirt on he had he had shoulder pads and he had a baseball oh, yes. bat over his shoulders. That's like the like, classic. Yeah. Yep. And I wanted that card so bad that I was willing to tell my dad to spend the money on the whole set. How much was the set? Oh, I don't know. It was probably something like 50, 70. But it was like a whole, you know, like all 230 cards of that year. Sure. And as a kid, 50, 70 dollars might as well be a billion dollars. Yeah. yeah. 
So, uh, you know something that's exciting and kind of freaky that's happening? Uh, did you did you watch the Apple announcement yesterday? No, I read I read things about it afterwards. I didn't okay. get to watch it as it happened. So there is uh, one of the things they're touting is the the iPhone 8 and the iPhone X's ability to uh, support augmented reality. Ooh. And uh, they demoed some like it's like those. God, what are, I don't even know what those you know like those little minifigures you can paint and and play those games you know like the the nerd games that people play that have like the bots that you like paint and and no play. do you know no I have so no it's, idea remember we went to the game store and they had those Star Wars minifigures that they had like you have like a big board and you have these little Star Wars ships oh, and people oh. and stuff. I, yeah. I was thinking like digit like it was digitally painted like little actual physical figurines yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, gotcha. they were they they were demoing a game that looks similar to that. Like you would be on a table and you could move your phone and go around and you know it would move the world. You could see the world from whatever perspective you were looking at the table at. But what they talked about that I thought was really cool was uh, they're actually uh, supposedly MLB is updating their at bat application to support augmented reality. So when you're at the stadium, you'll hold your phone towards the field and it'll above whatever player is on either on base or playing in the field it'll it'll put a little thing above them and give you like the player's name their stats so it's like that race car thing have you seen that you know like you watch racing i don't watch racing but you watch racing and they have this gps and it'll like track you know like it'll tell you whose car that one is and how fast they're going it's like that except it's with baseball players augmented reality this is the future that I've been waiting for, Stephen. I want a future. I, I, we've talked about that before. Like, I want a future where I can drive through a city in my car or have my car drive me itself, whatever, give or take. I don't, I'm not as into that as I am having uh, an augmented reality integrated windshield where, like, you see the the deals that restaurants are, are having that day and, and any kind of shopping deals or you can filter it so it's you're not just getting inundated by everybody's augmented coupons but you can or like if you put your GPS in like it shows you video game style like the little dots ahead of you where you need to go like on your windshield yeah. I want this I want this now like right now get me an iPhone yeah. 10 and get me a, a windshield and we're gonna figure it out Hey, it's it's coming, and uh, I, I think it's cool. It it could be creepy, but I think that it has the potential to kind of change the way we interact with the universe, um, like in a sincere way. But we've also said that about like 3D televisions and uh, laser discs and Betamax <laughs> and all the other stuff that seemed really cool that you know died. <laughs> Betamax is going to change the world. Um, but the difference is those technologies kept everyone on their asses, whereas augmented reality encourages people to get up and move around and see the world around them. They may not yeah. necessarily be getting an unfiltered, natural view of the world as it exists outside of technology, but they're still out in the world and inev- inevitably going to interact with other people because of what they're what they're using. That's cool. I want that future yeah. rather than like the Wall-E future where people are just like on on little floating recliners being fed just 
whenever they need food. You know, I've never seen that movie. Uh, is it what? true that, that that I know? Is it true they don't talk in the entire movie? Like there's no talking? Well, Eve, the his um, kind of partner in the movie, or its partner in the movie. I don't know the pronouns that you would use for these two characters, but Eve says Wally, like it. It kind of has a. Um, but that's it. Like an early Siri kind of feel to to her voice. But and then if I remember correctly, there are humans that they find later on. Spoiler alert! That um, I think they talk. They have to talk. I can't. I can't believe that you would just introduce humans in the middle of the story and not have them say things. But I think that that's how invested I was in the movie that like that I was watching the, those two characters and not really paying as much attention to the, the, uh, the blobby humans. So I guess now I have to go find a child who's willing to watch Wally with me. Watch Wally. <laughs> I mean, that sounded start... way worse than I intended. <laughs> just to be clear. Uh, I have two children. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to convince one of them to watch Wally with me. And, uh, then I, least have a legit reason to watch it that was now like, if you didn't have any kids and you watched wally then maybe well I, uh, oh, uh, my my wife and i watched it and then not with children we just watched it you can i would argue that an adult can watch a cartoon and enjoy it just as much especially those cartoons pixar cartoons are multi-tiered pieces of of narrative gold where I think you can have kids enjoying it on one level and then parents. I mean, have you seen Inside Out? Yeah, that's a really good movie. Like that, um, that every adult that I talk to has said that that just, that movie reduces them to, to tears when they watch it. Yeah, but true. I don't know. Is that sadness peeking her head? Sad, well, yeah, or, or the, I think the people that I talked to, it was more about the um, kind of transition from childhood innocence to to uh, to knowing adulthood or adolescence. Um, the um, I can't remember the character's name. The the kind of creativity wacky character. Joy. No, that disappears. No, not Joy. The one that looks kind of like an elephant. Oh yeah, Bing Bong. Bing Bong. There you go. Easy name to remember, yeah. but that to me, like that's that's a concept that really that's even like with the Toy Story movies, that 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 element was present in those movies, and I guess I suffer from some sort of Peter Pan syndrome. I don't know, but uh, those any stories about that kind of transition from kidhood to adulthood, they always they get me right in the heart. Even it, like it, the movie it or the story it does the same thing. I mean, it's the same, same concept. So, creepier. uh, yeah. So speaking of it, uh, I saw a Facebook video the other day of our hometown and people had hidden balloons in some of the sewers. This and, and, and there was something else too. There was a note maybe somewhere that's like, Hey, I lost my balloon in the sewer. Can you get it for me? I've not seen the seen the movie, read the book, any of that stuff. Oh. So I I had to kind of gather. I, I'm guessing that's where the the clown hides or whatever. 
it's Pennywise the dancing clown. You've never seen the movie or read the book, and I it's like one of my favorite stories. That's I'm gonna hold back a little bit. But Pennywise is the clown. He's actually this transdimensional demon that that terrorizes this this town so it can feed on their fear, but it assumes the the visage of different things that scare people and it happens to enjoy, I guess, the 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 persona of the clown and the red balloon is is definitely his trademark. I heard I read a sim I didn't know that was happening in our hometown. I read a story about the same thing happening in a small town in Pennsylvania and the cops it it worried the town so much they called the, the they got the cops involved and were investigating it and it ended up being some teenage girl that just really liked the movie and was just kind of playing a prank on everyone a clever prank i think every small town in america should have red balloons tied to their sewer grates for like the next month or two but uh yeah didn't so uh go ahead well it do you remember the creepy clown sightings from from last year yeah i was gonna talk about this we had a ton of those here in omaha Oh, really? Yeah. There was one in our hometown, too. So yeah, that was, they, that was creepy. Like, they were calling the police. and Yeah. Uh, so the radio was saying, related to that, and then also tied to the It movie releasing, that there uh, there's a legitimate concern from clowns that are being booked for children's, <laughs> children's parties, and uh, people are canceling the clowns. And so... You know, like well, the head of the Clown Institute, and this is this is not false. I heard this on the radio. It's got to be I've, true. Yeah. Uh, the 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 Clown Institute is standing up and saying that this this movie is hurting their business. And there was like a clown a couple of weeks ago that was getting ready to go to a child's birthday party, showed up like half an hour early, and so sat in their car out front. <laughs> so imagine a clown, a clown full costume, sitting in front of your house. Uh, in their car and they called the police they called the police on them because they were concerned about this clown and so they're they're legitimately concerned that uh you know stephen king is is ruining ruin, ruining the world uh well one the whole clown sighting phenomenon fascinates me because it's so ridiculous and i mean there are there are legitimately there are bad people in the world like we can agree that there are general genuinely terrible people and then i think there are also people that just like to play pranks oops um again maybe not in the best taste or best uh of of the the best maybe not the best decisions that that they've made but um to call cops on clowns that are just like hanging out in cars or just standing yeah. around i i mean Especially, I don't know. I don't know where you draw the line. Where where do you come down on the on the clown business? Is it like if you saw a clown, if you were walking around with your family and you just saw a random clown, not even not a not a clown that's made to look evil, just a clown hanging out. What would your reaction be? Like if they were just sitting at a coffee shop? 
I would wonder why they were there. Uh, I don't think I would be worried or scared, but I would just be like, okay, that person's a weirdo. Would you talk and, to them? Uh, or just avoid them? If the time was appropriate, like if we happen to be standing next to each other and there was a reason, like, here's the thing though. I don't talk to a lot of people. I'm kind of, uh, it's, it's weird because I'm extroverted most days, but in people, I, in groups of people, I don't know, I'm often pretty introverted. So I think that the treatment they would get would be no different than how I would treat Joe Schmo. You know, I mean, I would talk if it was appropriate, Otherwise, you know, just let me get to where I'm going. Let me right. get my coffee, whatever. You know, I I don't I'm not a chit chatter. <laughs> Which surprises me. I, I feel like just from knowing you, I feel like you would be the one that that would like sit down and order the clown another coffee and, and start talking to them. But um, I feel like in a world where where cosplaying has become such a such an accepted form of self-expression um, within within very definitive parameters, you know, where the cosplaying happens within conventions, even, you know, there are conventions that are happening all the time across the country, all over the world. But that, that need or desire to dress up as something and kind of, hide yourself while kind of portraying something else. I I understand it just from having been like been around um like been in conventions like comic cons and things and seeing seeing people and, and and meeting people that are into cosplaying in general. And I feel like that's just like a a mentality that's kind of seeped out of the convention culture and is just kind of starting to permeate uh, society in general. So you have like the clowns. Have you seen like furries? Have you seen people that dress up? Maybe not necessarily full on animal costumes, but have like partial furry costume elements to their clothing. Uh, no, <laughs> this is going really weird, but, <laughs> <laughs> but no, the, like that's a thing too. There are, there is a portion of the population that, you know, I was at a movie theater and and there was, as far as I could tell, there was nothing related to some to anyone needing to dress up as a furry. But here was someone who had like fox ears attached to the top of their head, had like fox gloves on their hands, had a tail attached to their to their pants and had. Like OK, so I have to top. interrupt because I have a question. OK, was it was it a girl or a guy? I've seen both. Like that that specific really? one that specific one was a girl. I've seen a guy, I think it was at a mall, but doing basically the same thing. Tail, was he a ears. fox? I don't remember if he was a fox. His okay, so this raises the question what's an appropriate animal costume for a guy versus a girl? Is there are there gender roles? Is that the right word? Uh, are there gender roles in costumes? Like well, a fox immediately I thought that's got to be a girl and you know like a guy I'm thinking like a bear but not a panda bear more like a grizzly bear well that's interesting because I think especially with the full furry costumes I think and I think just in general with cosplaying um, itself there is that ability to defy 
uh, gender expectations. So people will dress opposite the genders, not necessarily like as an ironic, like I was at a comic con this year and saw, um, an unshaven, sloppy looking dude dressed as like a slutty wonder woman. And that's like, that's, there's not really a lot that he's saying there. That's just him just kind of going. I mean, it's like, that's shock value as opposed to someone who like goes through the process of like really developing a good, like a decent wonder woman costume and wearing it as a guy as wonder woman. But I think in the, with the furries specifically, you can kind of just melt away the genders. I don't know that it, that it matters again. And I'm not, (laughs) I'm bringing up a topic that I am really not, uh, well versed in, but just having, having been exposed to some of it, it's, um, just being interested in Comic-Con culture in general, that that's an element that fascinates me, but I don't know. That's, that's interesting. So like you think like a Fox would be a man or a woman, you think a panda would be a guy. No, a panda would be a woman. You'd have, oh, a panda would but be a woman. Like a grizzly bear would be ah. perfect, like a guy. But I think that that's like traditional gender roles, or to, you said gender expectations. I, I think it's cool if you do either. I mean, I'm not saying that you right. can't, but I, I think like, you know, if you pull 100 people and, you know, and and you say, okay, so the fox, you know, if I'm a, if I'm a girl, can I dress up as a fox or I'm a guy? Fox. I feel like I would be pretty well aligned with what the gender pop, the general population would say, but I wonder if Comic Con or or cosplay people would feel differently. Like if I pulled right. 100 people who all were attending Comic Con, would they be like, right. "Oh yeah, it doesn't matter." Yeah, and because I think you're you're stepping into a culture that is used to just. Um, kind of blending those or blurring those, those definitions anyway. So that's interesting. Yeah. So if, if just hypothetically, if, if you were given the opportunity to dress as an animal for a day, what animal would you choose? Oh God. Um, Hmm. I don't know. I, I feel like, I think the classic gorilla suit sounds sweet. <laughs> uh, Would you go as like sentient gorilla or like primal gorilla? I don't know what sentient means. That's like too if, big. Like you're walking around like like like. Oh, I keep hitting my my microphone. Stupid belly. Like you're walking around erect. Not. I think that was actually you know. your boobs. And did you just <laughs> say I'm walking around erect? I I mean. Not not in the way that you normally do, but you're walking around tall, chest out, shoulders oh, back, standing up, we're, wearing some jeans, standing vertically, not horizontally, sir. Uh-huh. So would you dress? Would that be oh, the kind of gorilla? That's a question. <laughs> I just kind of, like you're just wait. What are the options? Lost in thought. Just hmm. Yeah. Walking. I erect. think I would. I think it would be a mean gorilla. Is that one of the options? A mean yeah, gorilla? sure. You can be whatever. Yeah. yeah. I said any animal. So you'd be a mean gorilla? Yeah. I'm gonna. That's going to be your nickname now. Skittle the mean gorilla. The Skorilla. I take a bite out of the rainbow. Taste the <laughs> rainbow. Whatever. However that goes. 
Now we're being sued by Skittles, and that's fine. Um, I'd be a platypus. Hmm. Yeah, I dress- see. I think that you know when you have like the the psychoanalysis. I'm taking psychology right now. So the psychoanalysis uh. of choosing platypus. You know, like you're you're a unique kind of guy. Um, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Well, no, I was just going to say, like, I would be a platypus, but I would be, like, a platypus in another costume. Like, a platypus as a, like, kung fu artist or a platypus as a ninja. Platypus as Arnold Schwarzenegger's commando. Like, whatever. A platypus as Perry the platypus? I don't know what that is. Oh, you've never seen uh, Phineas and Ferb? Oh, the little little blue guy with the hat. Yeah, Perry the platypus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Perry the platypus. You son of a bitch. So, <laughs> yeah. So let's go back a minute. So, okay. if you if you saw somebody dressed up in a costume at like so somebody dressed up as a ninja platypus at Starbucks, would you feel inspired to talk to them? Uh, hell yeah. You'd be like, if I, that's a cool <laughs> costume. One, I would be like, you're living my dream, sir or ma'am. <laughs> Whichever you may be, we don't want to define gender. May may I may I buy you a coffee and, and a, a donut? I don't know. Bagel? Piece Do they of have bread? donuts at Starbucks? They should. That's my number one complaint if they don't. <laughs> yeah, that's why Dunkin's better. Um... So yeah, I would definitely talk to to that platypus person. Nice, I like what you did. There. <laughs> so you have a platypus and a never mind. Sorry. Uh, so would it matter if the costume was intimidating or not? So if it was, uh, let's say it was a scary platypus, like cat. You know, had like sleeves on its arms, a big bandana, leather jacket, looked really mean. Got like just a constant snarl on its bill, like. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd 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 give it a nod, be like, "What's up?" <laughs> and then if like the sweetest voice ever comes out of that person, you'd be like, "Oh my god, I'm in love yeah. with you!" Like, like, I'm so wonderful. Thank you for asking. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Robin Williams as Mrs. Doubtfire dressed up as a platypus. <laughs> Thanks for listening to The Segway. Created and produced by Stephen Knittel and Luke Hessler.